every time I do this, I always, always, always start to yell, what's up, fellow teens? <laughs> I think I do, too. I mean, how else are you supposed to start? Yeah. It's good energy. I'm just going to fucking do it. Okay. What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon <laughs> Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. It's a podcast about... Uh, horses. And... Games. And... Sticks. And... Um... And... Vape. Yep, this is, this is our vaping <laughs> podcast. Um, I am Sam, a.k.a. Sam's Undertale. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I'm Josh, a.k.a. that thing where you um, make a circle with your fingers and then hold it below your waistline <laughs> and try to get people to look at it. So, Deltarune's out. Oh, yeah? Have you played it yet? No, I haven't. I don't All really right, know if my computer I mean, I wasn't going to say anything about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I just, I don't want it to be my light bringer, but I did want to say something about it. It's good. That's all. Um, yeah. How, how's it going? Uh, good. I'm just sitting here drinking a nice spicy LaCroix. Well, it's not literally spicy. <laughs> Is that it? would be yeah, a great idea. I've never actually. had it. <laughs> I only drink regular water. Here, we can get some ASMR of that right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> are, you, are you joking? <laughs> Uh oh. No, that was just part of the ASMR. See the oh, <laughs> I'm tingling in a way. <laughs> it's like it's like when people do like whispered bank robbery ASMR. It's, it's just role play. <laughs> I wasn't really choking. Whispered bank robbing. I mean, I That's love the a real one. Get on the fucking ground. Put the money in the bank. <laughs> oh, so okay. I hope you're enjoying that, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, this. ASMR has never not felt extremely horny to me. Yeah, I know that I know that it's not for at least Sarah, I think. But yeah, I just no matter how many no matter how many people I know insist to me that ASMR is not a sex thing, <laughs> I just I know that there's enough people out there for whom it is a sex thing that I just don't care. Yeah, it's tainted in a way. I mean, yes. it's it's nothing but whispering, which is already extremely sexual at all times. ASMR of me whispering and scratching my taint. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh, we got some people mad in the podcast I think it chat. would sound a little... Su- no, um, yeah, Sarah's in the chat, not happy. <laughs> That's okay. We all make mistakes. That's, yeah, I love to make Sarah unhappy. It's friendship to me. Is that why um, you try to make me unhappy all the time? No, we're not friends. Oh, okay. I'm just Great. kidding. I'm just kidding. Just Josh, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'm stalling. For what? The rest of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about things? 
Not really. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, a lot of it's, it's pretty bad. The week's been bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a, a rare week of work where I've been doing work. Oh. So, like, huh. I as much as I already was not able to, like, stay on top of current events because of my job, now I literally actually genuinely didn't have time to even, like, be online because i was actually working imagine that damn so and also these are the only two hosts that we were able to get this week so <laughs> oh yeah there's no surprise third episode. host coming in at some time nope um you just stuck with us come on craig get on the mic <laughs> woof nope <laughs> <laughs> i don't think people even know what craig is craig is a discord bot that records audio that's true he listens. We always we always use Craig as a backup. If anyone's recording ever sounds like dog shit, it's because we were recording them with Craig, and that was all that we had. It's so if, true. If say Caroline is like speeding up and slowing down, <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, I mean uh, there was a demon possession at play there too. I, I, mean, well, I mean, Craig is listening Caroline. right now, so this is a little bit hurtful, but whatever. Fuck Craig. Whoa. That's what. Funny. No, yeah. that's fine. Um, speaking of Caroline, this this is as good a segue as any into stuff that's been going on. Remember when Caroline <laughs> got into a, a brief Twitter beef with uh, with uh, Trump fan teenager Jacob Wall? Oh, I forgot about that. Holy shit! Because Caroline uh, DM'd him, uh, that she was going to flush the flag down the toilet while kneeling. And then she posted the DMs and was like, "Uh, triggered. And then all of, all of his chud followers got in her menchies. Well, I think she also had been DMing him like every single day for a month saying, shut the fuck up. It was, it wasn't every single, I I looked up the the screenshot earlier today. Uh, She DMed him, shut the fuck up like five times. (laughs) Great. If anyone is ever Um, wondering about the definition of direct action, you know now. (laughs) (laughs) Caroline is, is the most praxis ridden host of our podcast. (laughs) It's true. Uh, It does come with some sacrifices, like hundreds of chuds yelling at her. Yeah. for two days straight but <laughs> there was some good stuff in there i i did really like jacob wall who i believe was like 19 at the time all of the like grandmas who follow him yeah. were like the language on this girl <laughs> <laughs> who would talk to a precious boy that way <laughs> anyway so so speaking of jacob wall um he he was in the spotlight a little bit <laughs> this week <laughs> god He's such a fucking so, loser. He's really cool. I I love like any time I ever make the mistake of clicking onto a Trump tweet, like there's like a forty five percent chance that the the first reply I see is going to be Jacob Wall going, "Sir, I respect you so much." It's so true. I think I, I mean I can only imagine how quickly he, like he he is probably looking at his phone at all times, just waiting for a Trump tweet. He's a reply guy, but for the president, <laughs> it's true. He gets the likes. He does. He does get the <laughs> likes. I don't know how many of them are from real people or Russian bots. <laughs> Whoa! I went there. Whoa! Uh, vote liberal voice. Um, they're, they're all bots. I mean, do vote. But I made today. I um actually went and like looked at some old videos of him just to understand, because you know usually, I mean these these people 
like um, Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are always kind of fascinating to see in motion. I mean, terrible, but like, <laughs> yeah, you you just like see how miserable they are, or just it's what re- complete really losers weird. they are. They yeah. don't look like people to me. No, but, well, I mean, they're soulless as part of it. But right, <laughs> Jacob right. Wool does have that like the Jordan Peterson just like completely dead eyes. Like he's constantly miserable at all times. Look about him, and he, did, he had that when see. he was seventeen. I did see just to just to pat our friend Caroline on the back while I was looking for that screenshot. I did just see a tweet from her that was like, "Ben Shapiro is a shithead, but I bet he also gets asked if he wants a kid's menu at restaurants." So my heart goes out to him, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good fucking tweet. Um, it is. I I guess we should say who Jacob Wall is because I don't think we actually established that he's just true. some asshole. He's the one that Trump is talking about building all the time. <laughs> nice. Uh, Thanks. I think I think his like claim to fame of sorts was that he was like a teenage hedge fund manager or something. <laughs> yep. And then he committed some kind of crime with that and is now like banned from futures trading or something. Yeah. His claim to fame was that he was <laughs> I mean his real claim to fame is that he was like the youngest person uh to ever be barred from financial financial institutions like right. from them. <laughs> right, which then he leveraged into some right-wing journalist uh shit exactly always i think he was writing for the daily watcher or some shit what was it called the washington something. reporter or something i don't know fuck it's it's in here somewhere uh what's here the gate gateway pundit gateway pundit ah yes he was writing for them, but then after his recent uh, his recent time in the spotlight, he no longer is affiliated with them, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty bad because Gateway Pundit is fucking awful. Yeah, do you want to um, <laughs> tell people about his recent escapades? Yeah, so so he and uh, some like right wing radio conspiracy dipshit uh, Jack Berkman. Yeah. who I think is most well-known for holding a press conference about, like, how the deep state murdered the DNC staffer Seth Rich. <laughs> cool. Um, so they they were talking about they were going to have some press conference soon to talk about some some sexual assault allegations that they said were coming in against Robert Mueller. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just tweeting about it like, ah, sources have contacted me in- informing me that they're blah, blah, blah. And then uh, people were like looking into this because a lot of people were like, huh, I haven't heard anything about this. So mm-hmm. people were looking into this uh, private investigation company, uh, Surefire Intelligence, that was attached <laughs> yeah. to these to these allegations. That's such a badass and, name. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe I believe the sequence of events was that people went to their LinkedIn, I think, Mm -hmm. and found that, like, all the employees of Surefire Intelligence, like, most of them, I think, their profile pictures were, like, slightly edited pictures of celebrities. I know, like, Christoph Waltz was one of them. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver was one. (laughs) Yeah, but then then someone was like, huh, this is interesting that this this one guy's profile picture is clearly just a picture of jacob wall that has been like darkened so you can't see his face like someone pulled up the actual picture of him and it's it's the exact same picture of like the same backdrop behind him just he's shadowed it's fucking ridiculous yeah. like he, had, and he then didn't even take like, a new picture for it no he didn't <laughs> and then someone like called the uh because i mean you could say like well maybe 
maybe the person behind this who's clearly stealing pictures of other people. Why would it be celebrities? Why celebrities that people would look at and go, oh, that's Christoph Waltz. I know. There's so many stock photos out there. They're so fucking stupid. Uh, They're just really dumb, I guess. But yeah, then someone like called the number for Surefire Intelligence and it went to an answering machine registered to Jacob Waltz's mom. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah, they they held this press conference. Oh, and, and uh, Jacob Wall like insists he was like, "I have nothing to do with with this." And then people were like, "What about all of this evidence that it's you?" And he was like, "Well, <laughs> well, may- nevertheless." Yeah, so it, it nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> um so they held this press conference. I believe this was uh yesterday, the uh the 31st ha- Halloween. Uh did you do anything for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I did a few things. That's I mean, great. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah, so they held this press conference. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> they, they had said that there was going to be one of the accusers there, but then nobody was there and they were like, uh, sh- she left and they, they just, <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, he posted this photo of like him with the, uh, accuser, but, um, like covered up this woman's face a bunch with like basically like an ms paint and then was like i she came here to testify we're at the airport and she's turning around now because she's too afraid for her life and stuff like that which yeah, like and then someone found that the picture was actually just a picture of rihanna <laughs> i don't know but um yeah apparently lots of lots of women have been have been like informing media outlets recently like Hey, uh, these people offered me like thousands and thousands of dollars to say that Robert Mueller assaulted me. God. Uh, so that's it, fun. It really is. I mean, I saw someone tweet about this the other day, but it's really just that like conservatives are so genuinely sure that like Democrats and liberals are making up all of the like accusations that are out there. Right. Exactly. So they think, oh, it's easy. We can do it too. <laughs> Right, but, they th- because they know, think that that literally I, is all you have to do to say this person did this thing, and then everyone yeah. will go, "Okay, like that's what no, they thought the, happened all with of Kavanaugh." These, which all of these allegations have been vetted and confirmed by other people who yeah. have reason to believe it. Exactly, you can't you can't just do this and it works. No, clearly. especially if you're as fucking stupid as these guys. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it's like a vile thing to do too. But aside from that. That's obvious. Yeah, and I mean, I'm no, I'm no big fan of Robert Mueller. I'm not going to say that he's never that he's an angel. I don't fucking know anything about him. Yeah, but these but these allegations on. are certainly bullshit. Yeah. My my favorite part of the entire of the entire story, though, was let me see if I can find the quote here. Here we go. Um, <laughs> this is from the Daily Beast article about it. At times, the event resembled a real life version of the Twitter fights Wall often engages in. <laughs> Wall complained that someone online had photoshopped a picture of him turning into a corn cob, a reference to a popular tweet about someone doubling down in the face of internet embarrassment. And then, uh, of course, a link to the drill tweet. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so proud of him. Here's, Here's another good line. Uh, Berkman defended Wall, 20, from charges that he doesn't have enough experience to investigate such a serious charge against Mueller. I think Jacob is a child prodigy who has eclipsed Mozart, Berkman said. (laughs) What has he done? Well, as it says here, a heckler cut in yelling that Wall couldn't even open an E-Trade account. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Didn't he... Fuck, I think he... 
after he got like fired and separated from the Gateway Pundit and all that shit. Uh, let me find it. He changed his Twitter bio. Oh, he fixed the typo now, but he changed his Twitter bio, uh, and it said head of the most well-known opposition research form in firm in the word. <laughs> God, it's just a comedy of errors. Yeah. Uh, I hope what's he, gets... he tweeting about now? Voter suppression is a myth. Nobody's stopping you from voting. Oh, so that's easy. There you go. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Just vote. Oh, I scrolled down and saw that. Did you see the fucking, uh, the Trump anti-immigrant ad that they posted yesterday? No. Sounds bad. Oh, my God. It's it's footage of, like, the trial of some immigrant who killed some cops. Jesus Christ. And it's like, Democrats, let him stay. Uh, even though he was admitted to the country under Bush, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's extremely racist and bad. I mean, that's nothing new, but no. God, you hate to see it. How fascist can we get? I mean, a lot. Very is the answer. But well, now that we're sending like fifteen thousand troops to the border, literally, it's very. It's <laughs> extreme. I mean, just yesterday, I saw him talking in an interview too about setting up, like setting up camps, tent cities, and saying. And, you know, this time we're not going to be letting him out. There's going to be no There will releases. be no releases is what he yeah. said. Like, what? How? And it's mind-boggling to think that there's, like, a hefty percentage of the country, like 30 40% or whatever, that thinks this is a good thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know the actual polling on what they're doing right now. I, well, that's fair. I would, I would really hope that... There are Republicans who can see that this is bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you really, uh, what's the, what's the word? Hitched your wagon to this guy or whatever. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, I mean, even, yeah, even if, if you do think it's wrong, <laughs> fucking way to go. Especially, I mean, if you plan to vote for, I mean, how many of them are going to vote for him again just because he's quote unquote mm, pro-life and all that i don't know i would say all of them yeah exactly <laughs> like i mean my my dad as far as i know is not like the biggest fan of trump specifically but there's no fucking way he's not gonna vote for him yep i'm assuming actually that's... no i think my mm, i think my dad probably is sorry i just had a realization <laughs> never mind i'll Oof. ask my parents about this next time i see him are your I'll parents Republicans? Up. Oh, yes. That makes sense considering where that I came you from. Voted for McCain. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to bring it up weird every if, single if episode. If they weren't, and you did, that would be very strange. Yeah, I mean that would be buck wild. That's definitely yeah. where I came from. Yeah, I mean you and I were both teen conservatives. That's true. And look at us now, teen centrists. Now we're... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A middle way to teens. <laughs> Planes need both wings to fly. <laughs> Don't forget it. If there's one lesson I want to impart to the teens, <laughs> it's that you can fly. Just try it. Have you ever tried it? Just try it, as long as you're right in the middle. Right. You just got to throw yourself at the ground and miss. That's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Hey. Nice. Nice. Way to go, me. I love, I love references. I love fucking adore <laughs> references. Hey, 42. <laughs> uh oh 
Is this ASMR, no, ASMR again? ASMR. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. What else is bit now? Okay. I think we do have to address the uh, the shootings that have happened. Mm-hmm. I the- don't want to spend too much time on them. Yeah, there's only so much to say to an extent. Right. I I personally have for a while now been in the camp of regarding this podcast, I think that we don't need to talk about every shooting because there's too many and you run out of things to say and it's I mean, they're all equally tragic. Like yeah. I don't it no matter so- how like numb you get to them, there's no denying that none of them are less bad than the others. They're all horrible. Yeah. It and, is so buck yeah. wild that we're at the point that that's how it feels like literally, yeah, cause but, it's like literally like every other episode or whatever that this right, shit is the, the human brain was not programmed to be capable of just, just comprehending the amount of violence that goes on these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and and also i think there's an element of like everyone nobody's listening to this and is going to go oh i didn't hear about that yeah with with these shootings i mean i think that the kroger shooting didn't get as much publicity if no, you didn't hear all. about that then that's worth knowing about yeah yeah i mean you want to i mean just to explain the kroger shooting that was um this guy who he was caught on video trying to go into a local church that's known for being predominantly black but the doors were locked so he went to a local Kroger and shot two black people. And he right. he yelled something like, whites don't shoot whites or something, some bullshit. Yeah. Something so, like I that. mean, that's that's it. Once again, it's like you're saying, it's, it's terrible, obviously. Right. And the fact that it just happened, all of this happened. So, like, there was this, and then there was the synagogue shooting. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I think there was, I mean, I guess the MAGA bomber would kind of be like three in one week. It's, it's right. buck wild how dense. Remember when Chuck is. Schumer shared a thing of the MAGA bomber, like a, some tweets about the MAGA bombings Jesus and then, Christ. and compared yeah. it to like some vandalism that uh-huh. the left did. What the fuck is wrong with Democrats? He, he wants to lose so bad. He does. I mean, didn't didn't Hillary tweet that she like hadn't ruled out a twenty twenty run? Yeah, <laughs> or I think I someone know. else tweeted out about her. But yeah, like yeah, it, it was a, an article that she said that or something. What are you? What are you doing? Did not they don't understand anything about the world like, at all? Fuck me, I'll vote for her if that's what fucking happens. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't, I don't expect her to win in twenty twenty. No, I don't even know if she could win the primary. Who knows though? I mean, I've, I was I, completely wrong about the uh, last election. Let's be honest. I don't know. It would really depend who's running against her. Honestly, I think if Bernie <laughs> and Hillary were in the primaries again, I think Bernie could actually win this time. <laughs> Well, you heard it here first, folks. Bernie Here's will how Bernie win can still in 2020. I, I, honestly, I've said this for a long time. I do think that if Bernie did somehow fucking manage to get the support of the Democrats behind him, I think it would be no contest. I agree. I think if the... Which would never happen, but... No, exactly. If the Democratic Party actually, like, supported him in any way, he would have won before, and I think he would win now. But, I mean, I think now... I mean, we're off on a real tangent now, but who cares? Uh, like, it, it, he's in a complicated place 
because he has all of these people, like especially Hiller, like Donut Twitter and stuff, who mm-hmm. are anti-Bernie because they think that he cost the 2016 election somehow. And that kind of complicates things, obviously. God. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I think that the the... I think that way, way, way fewer uh, Hillary supporters wouldn't vote for Bernie in That's 2020 true. than Bernie supporters wouldn't vote for Hillary in 2016. That's true. Or or in 2020, but I think that minority is really small. Yeah. Well, I They're can't very wait for loud, a, but... John Kerry to be the Democratic candidate in 2020. God, Inevitably. I mean, I'd fucking vote for him, too. <laughs> well, if it's what I have to do. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I I was I was Bernie or bust for a brief time, and then Bernie endorsed Hillary after uh, she got the nomination. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's it's the right choice. Yeah, I I hated to vote for Hillary in 2016, but I did it, and I'd fucking do it again if I had to. Well, what state are you living in now? Washington. Dox. I mean, it didn't. My gotcha. vote didn't. Matter. I got you to dox yourself. I live. I live in a vote doesn't matter state. Yeah, that's what I figured. And I live in Michigan, which my, it used to be blue for my entire life, and now it's a swing state, I guess. So, <laughs> was it? Was it blue? Was Was this the first time it flipped? It's in, the first in... time I think since like like 1988. Thanks, Hillary. Uh, since yeah, since the first Bush. Bush number Way one. To give people things to vote for. <laughs> like I, I always, my girlfriend Lola. Hey Lola, uh, always Hello, Lola. calls Michigan a swing state now, and I, it, I hate to hear it because I've, I've never had to think of it that way before. Which just shows you how incredibly incompetent her campaign was. I mean, Donald Trump can't did like three rallies right like a, a mile away from my house. Um, and I don't remember Hillary coming here even once. So I think that no, she, I don't think she did. I'm pretty sure she only went to like the sure thing States that were going to give a lot of money to her. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of voting and anyway. going back to, to the, uh, synagogue shooting, unfortunately, um, I did want to talk about something I saw on Twitter and I want to be really clear here. I'm not in any way judging the actions of the people who were grieving. But I am judging the actions of the people who retweeted this video of the people who were grieving. Okay. Because apparently there was a a vigil uh, the night of, or possibly the night after the shooting where everybody was like out on the streets and they were chanting, vote, 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 vote. Oh yeah. And I can, I'm not going to say that, like, I, I can't even fucking fathom the headspace that those people were in at the time. So mm-hmm. no, no opinion of that chant itself, but the, the libs retweeting it yeah. felt very, it, it made me feel very gross seeing people retweeting that. Because I, yeah. it felt it feels like, like they're it capitalizing felt on a moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, as if to say, like, see, these people get it. Even in this horrible moment, they understand what matters, which is to vote. Mm-hmm. And I think we would all agree here that voting is important. Yeah. I don't think anyone here would say otherwise. But the the liberal boner for voting is frustrating 
because I think it's sort of it sort of comes across to me as I don't want to say like the least you could do, mm-hmm. but in a way it is like yeah, and I think it it also it also sort of doesn't doesn't really address the fact that a lot of people are not able to vote because yeah. of voter suppression and all kinds of shit. But um yeah, I just I don't remember if this was talked about last week, but did you see any of those fucking tweets that were like, "Whoa, you'll never guess why Ariana Grande yeah. and Pete Davidson broke it off." That's and the then first it's a thing. link to like a registration site. Yep. Yeah. I mean, those those just like infuriated me. How how fucking dare the goddamn teens <laughs> think about anything besides voting for even a fucking second? Exactly. It's just so patronizing. And I think what really gets me is that, like, y- you, if you go and you, like, talk to college students or teens and you run on platforms that they care about, they turn out just like anyone else. But, right. Y- but you don't. Instead, you just go log on to Twitter or whatever and just yell vote and or you try to trick them. them into it. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Make them feel like shit. Like who, who is clicking that and being like, well, I, <laughs> I just realized the error of my ways. I should register to vote and I don't care about Ariana Grande anymore. Let's not, right. like, that's not how this the, works. It's so, the, it's just a one big like jerk off emoji. Right. The thing that got me like politically engaged was Bernie Sanders in the primaries Mm-hmm. saying like hey like things actually can get better if people like rally around a cause and get involved and i was like holy shit i know multiple nobody's ever fucking said that before <laughs> exactly i have a friend who i remember like four years ago i was trying to talk about politics because i never stop and uh she was just like i don't know i just don't i just can't bring myself to care like it's just stressful and it doesn't really seem to affect me no matter what happens. And then Bernie came along and like completely changed her entire perspective. I'm not trying to put him on like a pedestal as the only, like, Oh, he's a perfect. I I think everyone on this podcast recognizes that Bernie Sanders is not like the hero of America. Like there's definitely things that I don't agree with Bernie about. But when you get um, him or people like AOC who come out there and like knock on doors and are like, Hey, I can do things that will make your life better. Right. Uh, it makes such a huge difference and right people like chuck schumer seemingly will never understand that (laughs) no not at all i've really been um in in my congressional district um i'm i'm doxing myself a little bit here all that all that you'll (laughs) learn from this is that i live in the seattle area we're just gonna um, keep narrowing it down as the podcast goes on right one of our questions this week is uh what street does sam live on Right, so I live at three four three, Guilty Spark Avenue. Oh, you just That's said a my Halo address. Reference. Remember Halos? Nope. Remember how Master Chief Sue jacks him off? <laughs> That's not true. That's not true, actually. Um, oh, oh, okay. But it's a fun meme. Uh, <laughs> oh, I read an article fun. that was like, "No, Master Chief Sue does not jack him off." Anyway, um, <laughs> it's good to have the truth out there. Venom yeah. suit Thanks, definitely Snopes. jacks him off, though. Yeah, that's obviously. canonical. Man, the Venom suit. <laughs> I had heard a lot of people saying some stuff about like 
the Venom movie is like inadvertently tells a a, a homosexual love story of sorts, and I was like, mm. oh, I guess there must be like some supporting character, you know, who who has like a kind of relationship with him that could be read as potentially romantic. And then I was just on Discord and saw some people sharing like really bad fan art of like Eddie Brock and the suit, and I was like, <laughs> hold on, sorry. Is the suit the one that people are talking about? <laughs> yes. It's the new one cest. <laughs> oh, man. Love um, to think about that in 2018. Yeah. Anyway, fucking, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> Sorry. I started thinking about one cest and I got a big boner and I forgot what we were talking about. You need a suit. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about Master Chief? No, I was just going to say that um, my my uh, candidate for uh, for representative is not great, but she's she's pretty good. She's she's a liberal, but she's just like a pediatrician who was like, ah, healthcare's fucked up. I better try to do something about that. So she's running for Congress and she seems pretty. All right. That's nice. And yeah, I'm I'm really hoping she wins because we've had a Republican uh, representative for a long time. It's one of those scenarios, you know, where like our district is like mostly like a huge chunk of like nowhere central Washington, but then it just kind of like reaches over and it's like, hello liberals. And just like pulls (laughs) us into it. That's exactly me. My, my district is gerrymandered where it's just like a bunch of fields. And then it's like, if that field had a hand that was reaching out and it's, it was finger (laughs) was pointing, I'd be on the fingernail. And I'm right. like, it's just doing, it's doing the circle gesture at you. <laughs> exactly. You are, you are trapped firmly within the circle. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, they gerrymandered the circle game and I get yeah. punched every single day by a politician. Right. Which is pretty fucking cool. I have to admit, <laughs> I wish my district was shaped like the cool ass though. God, that'd be fucking cool. Um, but yeah, uh, my candidate's pretty okay. She's running against a Republican who sucks ass, and he will he will vote for every Republican thing. And there's like, he's the kind of Republican who, when people tell you like call your representative, just it's like why fucking bother? He doesn't yeah. give a shit what I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I've just been getting all these mailers. Me too. And I I do want to say uh. Good job to the Washington State Democratic Party because I've been getting nonstop mail encouraging me to to mail my ballot in, which is good to see. Um, Same here in Michigan. I've also been I've also been getting uh, mailers from the Republicans, who because our candidate is is a former pediatrician, they're like Kim Schreier, also known as Doctor Tax. <laughs> oh like, my God! Oh, is she now? <laughs> By who? It's it's funny because like all the uh, all those things I imagine are like uh, by law required to like cite anything that they say. Like any quotes from Kim Schreier have to have like a source, and any oh, yeah. any numbers that they give have to have a source. But then they're just like also known as Doctor Tax. <laughs> you know, she is she, now. She is. Yeah, I noticed a di- uh, I would say discrepancy in the mailers I get because the one from Democrats are like. Um, yeah, vote for this because we want to work on like making the infrastructure better in school districts and things like that. And then I got one from my Republican representative today, uh, and it was just, do you want Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi running the country? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it, 
I mean, it's just so. And and he's, I have, he's gonna I have win, not but. gotten a mailer about how good Dino Rossi is. I'm just getting mailers <laughs> about how taxes are bad. Exactly. There was one one of them that I got was just uh, fucking all, all these fucking Republican names by the Dino Rossi. Fuck off. That's not a person's name. <laughs> it's an Italian um, mobster. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, or like a an old like lounge singer. But uh, the one of them was was like these taxes are going to are going to take money away from the people who need it most and i'm like none of this is the fucking republican party <laughs> all they do is take money away from the people who need it most i mean the republicans are hypocrites i know right but god it's just uh, it's a real larf and a harf whenever i see it well, but the, the thing is the republicans do it a different way it's it's not that they tax people instead they just uh find them into oblivion and cut off services. So it's not right, so much exactly. taking money as it is just cutting away the social safety net. I would say that they, I would say that they do directly take money away from from the poor in that uh, they fight anything that would increase minimum wage consistently with inflation. Well, that's true. But I mean, I guess I'm saying in the eyes of like voter, like Republican voters, they're not going to see it that way. Right, right, right. That is really cool to think about, though, like how you would think that it would be a law because we know how much inflation is. We know how the value of the dollar changes. Uh huh. You would think that there would just be a law that your minimum wage needs to be at the very least fixed to inflation, you know? I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? That would make sense, (laughs) I guess, is the issue, is that it would make sense. It's just, it's cool to think in terms of like... Because it isn't like that, the minimum wage stagnating essentially means that your wages are just slowly rotting away. Oh, yeah. And every time um, it's, like, asked about, every time people talk about raising wages, I mean, people talk about, whoa, you want more money just for, it's like, yeah, because I'm doing the exact same job 20 years later and making the same amount. It doesn't, which it is, doesn't make which any is effectively sense. less. Yeah, yeah. When everything costs more. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, prices go up, and they're like, "Oh, it's because we have to pay more in wages." That's not the reason. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh my god! Like, uh, my the back when I was in food service, the store that I worked at, um, we weren't in Seattle, but we were close to Seattle, where they have a fifteen dollar minimum wage. So basically, the the issue that we were faced with was we can't pay people less than fifteen an hour. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to fucking work here if yeah. they can just drive 30 seconds to Seattle and get, like, $5 an hour more. Yeah. Um, so we, when when Seattle raised their minimum wage, we had to raise our minimum wage. And we did have to increase our prices. And it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because the people who were coming to our store were we're all either could afford it or we're suddenly making more money. Right. So it didn't matter that a sandwich costs a, like a dollar more. They're also not, which I mean, the whole thing is fucking stupid because our fucking company could have just afforded to give that raise without like the company would be making less money, but they wouldn't be struggling in any way. It's so fucking right. stupid. It's just the executives, uh, the company as a whole that would have less money. Right. Exactly. But even like if we it, could, yeah. Like, if Qdoba's prices went up, like, 50 cents or a dollar, I wouldn't notice. I wouldn't care. I'd still get that burrito, like, twice a week. Right. And, I mean, the 
in theory, there are people who would care, but those yeah. people, those people are the ones who, if you raise the minimum wage, would benefit then the most. Not care exactly. <laughs> and they be now would be able to pay fifty cents more for a burrito. Yeah, and I've, when it comes the, the whole inflation thing, it's like it's infuriating that we've been fighting for fifteen for how long now, and like I mean. <laughs> Like eventually we'll get fifteen, and by that point, you know we should be fighting for twenty. Like right it's... in in twenty fifty, they're going to be like, all right, you can have fifteen dollars <laughs> exactly. an hour, and that's going to be like, oh, cool for one hour of work, I can get a gallon of gas. Exactly. I mean, of course, the, the obvious solution here is to abolish capitalism and uh, oh, go full um, libertarian Venezuela. Oh. Did you say yeah. libertarian? <laughs> Maybe. Libertarians hate capitalism. Listen, as a teen. Oh, as yeah. As a teen. What's your teen name? My teen. Oh, wait, how is that determined again? It's uh, from from the My Brother, My Brother and Me uh, CISO show. Right. It's uh, your, your least favorite soda and then your favorite soda. Okay. Um... I'm going to go, man, there's so many bad sodas. It's almost hard to choose one. Yeah, well, they're all bad. That's true. Soda is disgusting. Uh, Diet Coke, Cherry LaCroix. Diet Coke, Cherry LaCroix. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, I, I guess. Was, sorry, I think my... I'm so sorry. I don't want to get a bunch of angry emails about this. It's Cherry Bubbly, actually. It's the, uh, the off-brand version. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. Oh, people are going to email like, actually, Josh, I know for a fact that your favorite soda. You'd be surprised. Who's going to email that they know that you lied about your favorite soda? Well, no, I just mean that LaCroix doesn't have a cherry flavor. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, all the Canadians are going to be emailing us about how it's pronounced LaCroix. <laughs> okay, but it's, listen, it's not because it's named it after isn't. the town that it's from, which is pronounced It's named after a mispronounced... <laughs> Thing. sorry <laughs> exactly. everyone it's not our fault i don't make the rules uh my my teen name would be uh i think sprite root beer okay so sprite is your least favorite i used to really like this is so interesting i used to really like sprite <laughs> and then i didn't anymore did you Whoa. like my story <laughs> <laughs> that's great i mean that's wild wow <laughs> now how about root beer how did you used to not like that and now you like it no i always liked root beer so that's my other story <laughs> man how do you <laughs> do you have a favorite brand of root beer i mean i don't, I don't drink soda when i did i i was a, an a and w uh fan because mm. i i used to fucking drink like five cans of dr pepper a and w a day when i was a teen which oh. i still am in a uh, in a, <laughs> a different sense uh but an, yeah an, like an early teen yeah when i'm i'm a I'm an old teen. Right. Oh, yeah. Part of I'm, the old guard. I'm a post-teen. Uh, wow, that's bad. But, badass. yeah, just, I can't fucking drink soda anymore. It just fucking burns, and I hate it. It's gross. Oh, I yeah. only drink water. Water's good. That's a Thank mark you, of water. growing up, I think. I agree. All of, if, hey, if you're listening and you're drinking soda, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. Like, on, like, stop donating to the Patreon. Turn off this podcast right now unsubscribe unlike and then re-like and resubscribe <laughs> and leave a five-star review on itunes and donate to the patreon yeah but stop drinking that shit 
Stop drinking that shit. That's the devil's pee-pee. It's just like syrupy acid with bubbles. Have you ever watched the Slurm episode of Futurama? I have. Because that's what you're drinking. That's literally what you're drinking. There's you're no drinking difference. You're drinking the Slurm episode of Futurama. <laughs> you're drinking... You're <laughs> ever heard of Society Juice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I, when I was looking... Not to just pat my co-host Josh on the back, but when I was looking for, for Caroline's thing with Jacob Wall, I did, I did see a retweet of your tweet from Pirates of the Caribbean. You best start believing in a society. <laughs> you're living in one. <laughs> oh, that was a good tweet. Everyone should That's follow a good me. Tweet. Everyone should follow you. What's your Twitter? Uh, teen boy. That's true. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm. Was there anything else to talk about this week? <laughs> we, have, we have talked about um, almost nothing topical. <laughs> but we've talked about about as much as I'm aware of current events. That's this true. Week. Well, uh, I mean, I guess there's one other thing. Um. And this one, this one's kind of uh, edutainment, I would say. Okay. H- have you ever noticed that you can't spell hatred without? Ha- <laughs> <hat>. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> without, was it you who shared that first? Without hat red. <laughs> hat red. Hat red. Hat red. Red hat. Oh fuck. <laughs> Mind equals I, blown. I actually, I actually really hate that meme because <laughs> the the implication of it is that the only thing that we need to worry about. I mean, it's it's the liberal mindset of Trump bad. That's exactly. It. Um, I did really, really like though. I think it was you who first who showed me that tweet first, right? I, I probably someone was like my mind is blown from this meme <laughs> that I just saw. Yeah, <laughs> you can't spell hatred without red hat. And then I looked in the replies, and I just saw fucking someone was like, I I really liked this person's phrasing of it, and it was some guy who tweeted like hatred hat red red hat hashtag mega hatred or some <laughs> shit like that. And then the the person who tweeted about the meme originally like just replied with like rolling their eyes and were like oh mansplaining much oh my god and it's like you were also just <laughs> you were also just referring to something that you saw you didn't come up with no. it this is uh in my opinion like the perfect little encapsulation of neoliberal twitter yeah it's really good. Hat red. Hat is red, though. The thing about hat... <laughs> the thing the thing I've always said about hat, re- it's red. Hat red. <laughs> I God, mean, when, hat red. It does sound like you're mispronouncing hatred, which hat really red. makes you think. Hat red. Hat red. Hat red. Hat red. Hat red. Hatred. Whoa. I just got it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like a magic eye. But it's a good thing mouth. I'm wearing this red hat because my mind is blown. The hat's red now from all the blood that's splattered all over it from my mind being blown. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you okay? No. <laughs> you want me to call someone? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call uh, 911 right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> while you do that, let's go to questions. Okay. Um. Who would win in a fight? Anonymous asks. Sonic Fox or Gritty? Okay, so this this question upsets me a little bit. 
because I don't want to think the about them. Because so fucking obvious, and there's no <laughs> point asking. I don't want to. Gritty I, isn't real. Of course, he would win in a fight. Wait, you say Gritty isn't real? I'm sorry. He's not. He's what do you character. mean he's not real? Well, <laughs> I. So I, I mean, okay, is this question? I'm sorry asked? to be the fucking atheist here. Gritty is not real. <laughs> Gritty is a fictional character. He's a man in a suit, and the suit gives him padding that Sonic Fox doesn't have. I know that he has a head. He doesn't have a full fursuit. Gritty would win, because he's got armor. Okay. Listen. The Gritty suit is bulletproof. It's a fact. <laughs> I, I looked it up. I understand your point. It's the only preparation I did for this episode, was looking up that the Gritty suit is armored, <laughs> and also he has claws like Wolverine. But what about the fact that Sonic Fox is the fighting master? He's a fighting master of video games. It doesn't translate. The guy in the gritty suit has been trained in Krav Maga, and he also has Wolverine claws. Wow, you really researched this a lot. I didn't yes, look I know enough. Sonic Fox has the paws, but they don't have claws on them. Right. I don't want Sonic Fox to die. I'm not like, but it's gonna I'm not like a Sonic Fox fanboy, but he seems cool. Because of Gritty's Tony Stark designed suit. I like him better than Gritty. Yeah, gritty oh. means gritty means nothing to me. I'm sorry. I'm not. Whoa. I call it sports puck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, gritty's more than just a sportsman, though. He's a. I don't know. Inspiration. I don't know shit about gritty. Okay, I don't know who. I don't know what he is. I don't know who he is. I don't know what fucking team he's for. He just appeared out of nowhere and he became a meme, and I don't like it. Well, you don't. It have scares to, me. You don't have to know what. He, I mean, like vampires didn't used to be a thing, and then they suddenly were, and that's gritty. Vampires scare me too. <laughs> Um, That's why I didn't do anything for Halloween. Because I didn't want to to see any vampires. You're afraid of the vampires and the uh, sports mascots that roam the streets at night. Right. What if I saw Gritty? I would die. (laughs) He would just fucking torn you to shreds. He would kill me with his claws. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, Uh, It's all for the love of the sports. Gritty would win. I mean, you make a convincing argument, I gotta say. Yes, I do. Anonymous asks, is it good praxis to travel back in time, have a one-night stand with Reagan when he was young and hot before you rob and stab him? Mixed uh, mixed success here, I would say. I'm going to go ahead and say, for the record, that it is never good praxis to sleep with someone, uh, no matter what, but especially if they're conservative. I'm not saying you shouldn't sleep with people, but like if you're bringing some amount of pleasure into their life, that's especially not good praxis. I mean, I've yeah, never, I don't know I if, sex if you're bad at sex, I've never, then go for it. I would never do something that disgusting, but like just hypothetically speaking, I I don't I don't even know that. Yeah, I guess yeah, he was pretty good looking when he was young. Yeah, I'm looking at young Reagan. Yeah, is this what? Wait, <laughs> so what? <laughs> I so. I just don't feel like you're answering the question. You're just oh no, I was just I was just, just getting into the premise me. to see if I if I agreed with the premise of the question. Oh, when he was young and hot. Okay, okay, right, right, right. right I right. I do. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just scrolled down and saw <laughs> Will Ferrell pulls out of Ronald Reagan movie after outcry from family. <laughs> wow. Damn. Um, t- so yes, I would say if you if you make like Will Ferrell and you pull out of Ronald Reagan, then I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the thing um, is you could also just rob and stab him um immediately right um non-sexually but, a platonic stabbing but if you want to fuck him if, and he wants to fuck you if i mean it's consensual i think there's nothing wrong with that it's not inherently wrong but it's also not praxis do you get what but, i'm saying but robbing and stabbing him is praxis yeah yeah 
I mean, let me be clear. Yeah. I will heartily okay. endorse murder of okay. people in the past because right. it's impossible. Yeah. That's praxis because you can't do it. Exactly. And I'm I'm willing to say that on the record. Unless you When I'm running for president time. in five years, you can pull that quote up and I don't give a shit. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't I don't endorse as praxis murder in general. <laughs> but when it's impossible, go for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially you have good precedent to not um endorse that, but especially <laughs> right. when it comes to presidents. A friend of mine, a friend of mine <laughs> just messaged me like a week ago, like, hey, were you the one who made that post on Tumblr? <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Uh, for any, <laughs> I don't know. I always want to tell this story, but I feel like it's dangerous to do so on the podcast. It's a fine story in in terms of I was a teenager and it was a joke and it was stupid. It was but in it the was past. funny at the same time. It was in the past. I just made a. I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but I just made a post on Tumblr. I was probably like sixteen or seventeen at the time, and I had the the story is that I had seen a post from like weird tumblr that was like it, it was from uh i believe it was chemistry book if mm-hmm. you remember them oh yeah i i was friends with them um he he posted i believe the post was petition to cover the entire city in a warm pink fluid <laughs> needs one million and i was like that's that's absurd and funny to me well petitions so, were a hot meme at that time for the right record. petitions were a big meme and it was like four in the morning and I was like, what would be a funny, like a very extreme petition that the joke would be like, ah, a petition for this would never make sense. So I was like, petition to all caps, kill the president, <laughs> parentheses, needs one million. And then months later, I got an email from Tumblr support that was like, due to a complaint from the United States Secret Service regarding link to that post your uh, tumblr account has been suspended (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say they were a little bit slow on the uptake there you could have gotten those signatures well they were like easily in time Uh, he's getting close to a million (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then they have to do it the moment the moment the the millionth happens right they must have just been like googling kill the president because it was an old post that got like no engagement it wasn't even like on the tumblr radar oh yeah some secret (laughs) never mind i don't I don't want to make any jokes that'll get this podcast shut down either. We can move on. Right. That, that'll that happen organically. Yeah. Um, Tumblr user Chie Satanaka's... Uh, A.K.A. host of the show, Sarah. Me, not you. Yeah. How'd y'all like Deltarune? Completely irrelevant know. for politics, but I'm playing it now and having a fucking blast. Great. It feels so good. Cool. Not me. Josh hasn't played it yet. You should play it. I don't I know if my like computer it. can run it. Could Sorry. your computer run Undertale? I played that on my PS4 because I'm a tr- oh, I'm a console shit. gamer, not a casual. I still I would be very surprised if your computer couldn't run it. There's only one way to find out. I would give it a shot. You it's... can do the rest of the questions, and I'll load it up. Sure. And as I've said, I'm not going to spoil anything about what Deltarune is, but I also very much liked it. Uh, Windfall Island asks, uh, "Who is Bernie going to main in Smash Ultimate?" Um, yeah, I read this question about an hour ago and, uh, <laughs> thought I'd have an answer by now. Mm-hmm. Let's load up and the roster. Do. Let's see. Okay. Um, I, the problem is all I can think about right now is Piranha Plant. Like he's all I can think about because 
because that's all you can ever think about. Well, and now, exactly. Now he's in the news, and you're just like ecstatic. Oh yeah, I'm because finally beaming. they have they validated your fetish. Well, I mean, did you see that that very like adorable post from Super Mario Broth? Just oh yeah, they, they were just like. Now I usually don't use this account to post opinions. Right, I, I don't normally share my opinions, of my heart. but I'm very excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> normal posting will now resume. Like, right, that well. that that person does seem very nice. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't follow the Twitter, but I do always enjoy seeing retweets of it. Yeah, I'm looking um, at the. Um, there's too many fucking characters. You expect me to look through all of this and decide who Bernie would play? Honestly, this is my. Bernie would go. Oh, I remember the Duck Hunt dog. <laughs> damn that's a good impression like that's that's all i got i think if bernie were just looking at these pictures he would probably go with the uh animal crossing guy just because he looks like a nice pleasant little boy you know yeah he's got that kid's vote (laughs) no i don't know honestly i think it would either be like duck hunt dog or it would be maybe mario oh probably dr mario honestly oh because because he's a healthcare guy is yep, what he likes to think exactly about. a or, working man or okay cloud strife because he looks so fucking cool <laughs> or by That's the time true. by the time the game comes out uh papyrus oh yeah <laughs> papyrus undertale you have to yeah, say the papyrus full name undertale um i've i've I haven't. The only time I've played any Smash games since Brawl, I I was playing uh, the Wii U one with uh, my mom's friend's teenage son. Oh, that's cool. And uh, he was destroying me, obviously, because I don't play Smash ever, and he does. I call it Smash but Ball. I I do call it Smash Ball. <laughs> the Smash Ball in the game is what I call Smash Ball. <laughs> um, but I the only thing I remember was. I I think I picked Bayonetta because the concept of her in Smash was funny to me. It is. And we were playing in the Picto chat level, I think. Uh-huh. And somebody had drawn a picture of Metaton from Undertale. And okay. that's the only thing that I remember about playing <laughs> Smash Wii U. <laughs> okay, great. I thought that, so story, that story might have a little more legs nope. to it, but Nope. Well it did have it had Metaton's really nice legs. <laughs> I feel I feel uncomfortable um, playing either Bayonetta or Zero Suit Samus. Uh, it just <laughs> because of f- your male gaze. Because yeah, exactly. I don't allow myself. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I I'm probably gonna get Smash Ultimate and get destroyed by everyone who's been playing it for the past like eight years without me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it honestly, I feel like it's a game that. If you just play for like a couple weeks at a time, you'll be about on the level as everyone else. I believe right, you. but that's You're... what people told me about Splatoon, and I'm garbage at Splatoon. Mm. Are you just bad at games? No. What are you good at? Gaming. Okay, that's a little vague, but okay. And lifting weights. No, that's. I mean, yeah, I can relate, obviously. And getting mad at television. That is again extremely relate about that. Now, here's something strange. Yep. Tumblr is weird. Okay. Just just to just to give people a little insight to how weird Tumblr is, 
when you get anonymous questions on Tumblr, sure. it says anonymous said to, and that's that's like in a light gray font, and then it says HKIPGTD in a dark gray font. Right. Because that one's a link, oh, you know? Yeah. When not... you look at a question that's not anonymous, uh-huh. it says the n- name of the person who sent it in dark gray, it's and true. then said to HKIPGTD in a light gray. That's a good point. Hmm. Why, why do they only gray one name? So my take on Tumblr um, is that there's, as far as I can tell, been pretty much zero thought that goes into anything they do. No, really, there really isn't. <laughs> For the they past. really just don't think about anything. No, and I don't know how. Like I, I, I remember seeing a picture from inside Tumblr HQ recently, and I was like, "How <laughs> the fuck is just that a even hole a, in the ground? Is that a th- yeah? What? Who there's is just working one there? guy standing there wearing a tie as a belt." <laughs> I cannot imagine working at Tumblr. What do you do all day? Just <laughs> you jack off. <laughs> You're right. To pictures of Daddy Carp. <laughs> you that, jack off to all the gifts people post of themselves wearing like button-up shirts and holding a belt in their hand. <laughs> you come now. Oh, I can I mean that That pretty much sums up Tumblr. If you if you worked on Tumblr like five years ago, please just Google you come now and just go to the know your meme page and scroll down and just look at all the gifts of daddy doms on Tumblr <laughs> who were like, oh, well, I've been a nerd all my life. And then I found out that girls like it when you hold a belt. Tumblr was really the um, original. I mean, almost like breeding grounds, I would say for for daddy doms in every way like how many how many posts have i had to see from i mean like uh, i mean here's the classic um you're my pockets daddy i don't know that one what oh i don't know that one hold on i've seen i've seen the the girl who's like love when daddy cuts my food and it's like this guy in like an ed ed netty shirt and a fedora cutting some waffles at ihop or something (laughs) oh yeah Wait, is that not the same? No, it's something similar. I don't know. Hold but on. But yeah, it's, it's Tumblr was just such like a perfect storm of like nerds suddenly like just socially awkward people suddenly being able to express themselves in a way that they were getting attention from girls for the oh, first yeah. time in their lives. And they're like, "Oh my god, these girls are paying attention to me." And and they and also it was like everyone is suddenly like being open about their sexuality for the first time in their lives. So way like, oh too my God. open. Sorry, I'm Girls just gonna like go out me. and shame people for it. Oh wait, it way too way open. Way too open. I don't want to hear about my friend fucking a dog. No. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it led wait, to a pretty uh, toxic environment. If we're being honest, can I read this really pockets awful. post? Sure. So there's uh, two gifs, and it's of baby Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. University, or whatever it's called. Okay. And he's, he, he says, when I was on the bus, I found a nickel, and he holds up a nickel. And then the second gif, he says, I wish I had pockets, and that's it. But then the caption, so Daddy's okay. Rainbow Princess oh says, no. his face when he says nickel is great, exclamation point, XD. So that's, what? that's fine. That's, that's innocent enough. But then- No, mis- what does that mean? Oh, just, well- he, I mean, he, his face is kind of cute when he says, I think, it's like, I found a nickel, and it's supposed to be cute. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misinterpreted that. I thought that they were saying that, like, this reminds me of daddy's face when... Oh, no, no. Okay, sorry. I didn't no. realize that was just reacting to the baby Mike Wazowski. No, game. it starts off, but you can see how daddy's rainbow princess um, 
right, kind right, of right, right. And acts as an... Well, it's like that one time Sarah retweeted one of my tweets and all like 200 notifications I got after that were from furries. It's right, kind right, of, right. It, Once, once yeah. that person in the community has, Not to has compare- shared it with the rest of the community, then every reblog is from is from like cummy lover 45 <laughs> exactly and once again to be clear i do not want to compare uh the cummy lovers no, furries and, and furries, furries and adult no. babies are very different yeah i didn't mean to say that but okay anyway so then mr daddy says this reminds me of my little girl because her pants never have pockets and then baby girl in daddy's world oh, reblogs that <laughs> and she says haha daddy you're right I never have pockets, but that's why you have them. You're my pockets, Daddy. And then there's a heart emoji. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. It's so dumb, but it's stuck in my brain. And You're every time pockets, someone says Daddy. the word pockets, I have to think about that. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, well, that was um, a fun trip. That was a fun trip. God, I hate Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, Interstellar Princess asks, what are some good strategies for researching ballot information? Thanks. So I would say, I, I don't know, this I don't think is universal. I In Washington, they always send out a, like a voter guide mm-hmm. that gives you information on the, the things that are on the ballot. Yeah. And this person does um, live in Washington, we know, but. Doxed. Doxed. Got her. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, when like when I went to do it... Um, I just Googled it, honestly. I mean, I will actually say, since I happen to know that this person lives in Washington, um, I I always go to, there's a website called Progressive Voters Guide that is, unfortunately, Washington-specific, I think. I don't think that, it it always gives me, like, a Washington page. That might just be, like, location stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's a Washington-specific thing. But, um, yeah, that always, here's the thing about Progressive Voters Guide. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I almost always vote with whatever it tells me. Like I read the explanations though, because Mm -hmm. like when I was, uh, I was, uh, helping campaign for John Grant, who was running for city council in Seattle, uh, endorsed by the DSA. I was just curious. I was like, I wonder if progressive voters guide is endorsing him or the super corporate Democrat who's like taking all this money from like developers and shit. Um, and they endorsed her and the, basically the keyword that you have to look for is if, if they ever say like, we endorse this person as opposed to their opponent, their opponent is a progressive who has good ideas, but was not able to support their platform. That just means that this person is too left for us. (laughs) So that's, (laughs) that's how I vote. But, um, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. In, in Michigan, I, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's progressive voters guide type stuff for other states. For sure. I mean, another thing you can do. I mean, personally, I've just I I just like looked at my local newspaper that just gives a kind of like completely unbiased. They don't support anything. They just lay out what the issues are and what you can vote on. And then if I'm confused about like the wording of something, then I search that again and search for like an actual like leftist kind of. I mean, I guess I, this is, uh, I'm essentially just telling you to Google it, which isn't the most helpful, but <laughs> I, yeah, if you search I like mean, voter's guide, that sort of thing can help you a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to read this one. No. Anonymous asks, which woke celebrity is going to become our democratic candidate for 2020? Oh. Hillary. <laughs> I mean... She's going to whip a nene on Ellen again. 
It'll be... Then she's going to get the nomination and she's going to lose <laughs> and then she's going to vomit and fall off the inaugural platform and die. I think it'll be I, Billy on the street. <laughs> I do I do like Billy on the street. <laughs> I mean, he has very direct campaigning. He He's not going to be afraid to knock on doors and... <laughs> I, I do I do enjoy Billy on the street. Yeah. I don't I don't know too much about Billy Eichner as a guy. <laughs> I, I I I get the sense that he's kind of a standard liberal. Very much so, yeah. I I do enjoy Billy on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, we've got that we got one endorsement out of the way. <laughs> yeah. We we wholeheartedly endorse Billy uh Oh wait, it's going to be Billy Street 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Taylor Elena Swift, 2020. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift yeah. she has a built-in base already. Uh-huh. She's, we have found her out recently. She's extremely Is she old woke. enough to run for, I don't think she is. Well, we can change that. Okay. <laughs> Listen, as, as teens, I, I dream of a better world. Listen, yeah, if you all just get out there and fucking vote for once, then we can win the, mid, the midterms. And con- I, I did get another. I did get another mailer from the Democratic Party that was like, "We couldn't help but notice that you didn't vote in the Washington general election in 2014." And I'm like, "I didn't live here." Yeah, calm down. But all right, like whatever. Uh, David asks <laughs> if you could gerrymander That's a, turbulent a experience into any shape. What would it be? Oh, oh I. Oh my god. You know what? Did we get that? David's not listening, so that's just a funny coincidence no, we that I did say I won. Very organically. I mean, let's think of some other yeah. funny shapes. It's sure. hard to top that cool S. We already did the circle game and the cool S. <laughs> What's another good shape? I mean, a dick would be funny, but that's pretty obvious. I think a pot leaf would be funny. Like weed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my spine is tingling. Oh, is that how you <laughs> laugh? No, I'm saying that's a, yeah, even more ASMR from you. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that I was doing ASMR. I've, I just always am doing <laughs> ASMR. I'm sorry. It just comes naturally. I don't really know what to say. What about um, um, if I had, I don't know. Let me think. What about like a cool dog? Like a dog <laughs> on a skateboard. A dog on a skateboard <laughs> would not be as ridiculous as some of the gerrymandering that already exists. <laughs> so sure. True. Yeah, I think we got it. Um, or like, or just like gerrymander a district into like Tony Hawk's Twitter handle. Oh, that's good. Which is just just like Twitter, just the URL of Tony Hawk's Twitter. What about a bullseye? So like the districts just keep they're just concentric circles that go out from ah. the capital of the uh, state. Okay. And th- um, that's all. <laughs> yep. What about that? Anonymous <laughs> asks. Uh, if Trump somehow fucked up the law so bad that the president legally had to be a reality star for the rest of the time, who would you elect next? This is very similar to a question that we previously got. <laughs> it is. Uh, like five minutes ago. This is Lola, by the way. I'm just too lazy to log in on my phone. Hey, Lola. Thanks, Lola. Um, I mean, the, the last one we asked was which woke celebrity is going to become our candidate. But this one is who would we elect? Oh, oh, and reality star is a little bit different. Uh-huh. Man. I mean, um, how many reality fuck. stars do you know? Uh, Aaron Hansen was on a reality show. How about Jeff Probst? Ego- the um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Was he the Fear Factor guy? He's the Survivor guy. Okay. I don't think he Who's has the Fear Factor guy. Um, I don't know. Was that Joe Rogan? It feels like it would be like Bam Margera or something. It wasn't. It was Joe Rogan. Holy shit! I think it's. I think it's so. It's someone. Now it's like, ludicrous. It's ludicrous. That's right. <laughs> Oh my god, I never 
connected that Joe Rogan was the fear factor guy. That's life changing for me. It explains God. so much about him. I, as a child, like just knowing that fear factor existed as a child was traumatic for me. Oh like, yeah. If, like what if, if I'm forced if to I do ever, this? I would like leave the room when there was a commercial break, just on the off chance that there would be a fear factor commercial. Oh yeah. I, I or, mean, no fucking when I was watching Nickelodeon, when the fucking on air dare thing was a thing, Oh, like yeah. I would, I would never watch the Nickelodeon commercials because of that. <laughs> Literally, I would change the channel to watch commercials on another channel. You sound like a hearty young lad. I was very scared. <laughs> hey, I get it. Well, I remember Fear it was Factor gross. Being... They did gross shit. I know, and everyone I was always talking that. about it. It was really bad. I don't think it. I can't believe that it's a thing right now that exists, and it's hosted by Ludacris. Ludacris is currently the host of Fear Factor. Oh, it's hard to even look at like the pictures that are showing up on Google right now. Yeah, I, I am not looking tab. at them. I'm just on the Wikipedia article. I, yeah, I, I think that they, I think they do less gross things on Fear Factor now. I feel like I heard that would make sense because of political correctness. <laughs> I think people can't, just realize there's other things they can drink watch a rat now. Ball smoothie on TV anymore. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ludacris would be my answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's favorite reality star. Um, it's hard to, I, I mean, all I can think of is Bachelor contestants, and I w- absolutely could not vote for a single one of them, I think. I, I feel like the last time I watched reality TV was the show Beauty and the Geek. Whoa. No, fucking, dude. You know what I think the last reality show that I watched in my life was, was Who Wants to Be a Superhero? <laughs> what happens in that? Oh my god, that show was so fucking ridiculous. It was, the idea was, I think, I want to say it was like hosted by Stan Lee or something. Wow. Or he was like involved in some way. Oh boy. Um, But like, people would come on as, they would like make their own costumes, and they would like come up with their own backstories and powers and names and stuff. And they would come on and they would... There was there was like an initial round of like narrowing it down to a group of people like they do on like American Idol or whatever. I I remember the first round. One of the contestants was a guy named Rotiart, which is traitor backwards, <laughs> and he was like a a, a fucking Jesus what's the word? Christ. A plant by the show. Wow, so fucking dumb. <laughs> the whole thing was so stupid. But the the prize was that you would like get a, a cameo in like a sci-fi original movie or something and also there would be like a dark horse comic one issue comic about you or something no oh, that's doesn't even sound but oh my god all. it was so ridiculous because fucking in the I, I i don't remember too much from the second season i don't think i finished it but in the first season there was a guy who was called the iron enforcer so, and he yeah. got he got eliminated and he was walking out of the building and then a, a face appears on on a TV screen in in this like alley that he's walking through. And I, I want to say it was Stanley, but if not, it was whoever hosted. And he goes like, "We want we don't think that you should be eliminated entirely. You will now join our side as the Dark Enforcer." Oh my God! <laughs> and they made him a villain. Wow! Who became a heel an antagonist turn. for the rest of the season. Damn. <laughs> it was one of the dumbest shows I've ever seen. That sounds uh, kind of amazing, if you ask me. Yeah. So uh, Lightbringers. I, uh, wait, real quick. I just realized. Oh, do you have an answer? 
well, sort of, I, I'm, I think an argument can be made that Nathan for you is a sort of reality show. It's about as like edited and scripted as every other reality show out there. It maybe even more Nothing real. Respect I would say person. you. Sorry, did you just say that Nathan for you is as scripted as every reality show? Well, which is to say, like, not. I mean, not. I wouldn't say scripted, but I'm saying. Listen, what I'm what I'm saying is I think it counts as a reality show because I think it does in a way. It does in a way. Um I would love I would love for for Nathan running with J Squad as his running mate. <laughs> a joint vice presidency. That that's perfect. Of the two brothers who would fuck girls together. <laughs> who just volunteered that information to a stranger on TV. <laughs> and the what Secretary of State would be that guy who just out of nowhere said that he drank his drank grandson's his grandson's pee <laughs> as one does any, any any child's pee when you're scared <laughs> just oh any, my god just, what a just fucking, any child i don't i don't understand that show and how it existed i know rest in peace uh anyway shall we move on to lightbringers yeah what do you got oh <laughs> i i have one if you if you're not ready um yeah go ahead okay uh my Lightbringer. i was gonna do uh delta room but i don't want to talk about it because that's spoilers so i'm gonna say another another game that came out recently that i that i really really liked which is uh return of the obradin oh yeah uh anyone who has pa- uh, played papers please which is another favorite game of mine uh it's it's the new game from lucas pope who made papers please and it's it's sort of similar in terms of the the premise is kind of mundane in a sense like papers police is about like working a border checkpoint this is you're like an insurance claims adjuster mm-hmm. but you the actual game is you're on a, a a ship in i think the 1800s uh a ship that like the whole crew vanished and you your job is to using a magic pocket watch find out the fate of everyone on the ship by watching the moments of everyone's deaths it's it's very interesting and it's it's a rare like you don't see a whole lot of mystery games these days and it's a it's a really really good mystery game and it's one of those things that just makes you feel like a brain genius whenever you (laughs) solve whenever you're like oh shit that was this top men who was working on the sales because i saw him earlier he was on the sales and i can narrow that down and i know that he's from this country so he must be this guy yeah it's it's really it's really really good and like once you piece together the story of everything that happened it's it's a really cool story too so i i highly recommend return of the Oberdin. it's a very good game i really want to play it plus it looks like visually really yeah he 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 was inspired by like old macintosh games so he did what he calls like one bit graphics so everything is like it's all like 3d rendered but there's only like a a dark green and a light green color on the screen it's a very interesting visual style and i will say there were a few moments where the the graphics the aesthetic kind of got in the way where i was like i can't tell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what exactly I'm seeing right now. Yeah. That's part of just the just for like smaller details where I'm like, I need to write down in my ledger if this guy was knifed or or sorted and I can't quite tell what I'm looking at <laughs> being plunged into his chest. Yeah, well, I mean a knife is just a small sword. Knives are just small swords. 
they're just small swords when you think about that it. is literally true hat red hat red i do want to play this game and i will it's also uh i the newest wonderful griffin starts off with saying almost exactly what you said but about this game yeah. um so i mean you could probably take his job i have been saying that for years <laughs> even before i had ever heard of him one day one day um i dress like him that <laughs> i that might be true i don't know <laughs> like a basic white boy <laughs> don't we all and by we all i mean everyone who's a host on this uh podcast right everyone now. who's currently speaking on this podcast yep just me you and craig what's your light bringer my light bringer and i've struggled with this because there's so many i haven't been on in so long that like there's been so many things that i've been consuming recently but i am gonna go with a broad one and this might be a day late but halloween it is one of my okay. favorite holidays of all time. And I didn't really appreciate it as much when I was a kid, especially because my parents kind of treated it as like, I mean, you know, when you have like super conservative Christian parents, they think of it as like, oh, it's all about witches and stuff like that. Like, I mean, they took me out like <laughs> trick or treating and stuff, but they weren't the biggest I did, fans. I got to say, I did not know that I, because I, I grew up with one uh, Republican, but not super conservative Jewish parent and one vaguely liberal jewish parents yeah. so i actually didn't know that oh that i mean it's not i didn't like, know that was your experience it's not a thing for everyone but definitely i was talking to my friend who also was raised like with the baptist parents and the the exact same thing like it's my it's God. viewed as like a pagan holiday and that sort of thing so but i knew that there were people like that but i didn't know that they were like people like you or me <laughs> right like they could they could raise someone like me just a totally right, right. a normal right. cool teen that i turned out to be right i i would have guessed that they all live in the mountains <laughs> exactly <laughs> but nevertheless here i am and it turns out a lot of the things that like i was told were bad in childhood are now some of my favorite things uh in mm -hmm. uh teenhood like uh video games <laughs> video games um violent no but I okay. So the thing about Halloween is that, like, it's it's buck wild that there is a entire holiday, like, really a whole month, just de dedicated to the idea of fear and <laughs> death, and like, to an extent, Halloween kind of like, I guess celebrates that and like makes it sure makes it can make it like a little less severe. And uh, it depends because. So sometimes Halloween is just all about being freaked out, I guess. But like, mm -hmm. I just feel like life would be a little bit more boring without a, I mean, imagine if holidays were all just super pleasant things, you know, and having one. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. It's kind of like the roller coaster. I mean, of I mean a lot of holidays aren't pleasant. If Am I right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, so true. Christmas, in my opinion. I don't agree with that, but I know that a few of the hosts uh, yeah, do. Well, so. <laughs> growing up Jewish, that was very much how I felt. Well, that makes a lot of sense. But those, okay, so like holidays like that are unpleasant for different reasons. It's not like they're not meant to be unpleasant. <laughs> they just like are as a. Yeah, if uh, I can vent for a second please. on this podcast. Sure. I know, but just it's so fucking frustrating. It's always been so frustrating for me um, because when you grow up Jewish, is you are very acutely aware of the fact that two months out of every year, November and December, uh -huh. that is a sixth of time, <laughs> is dedicated to being bombarded with imagery of 
other people's holiday that means nothing to you. So and you're talking about Christmas for both of those months, right? Christmas. Okay. Yes. November and December are Christmas to society at large. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. And I spend, I spend a sixth of my life looking at Christmas themed shit and hearing Christmas music everywhere I go and shit like that. And then when I get annoyed with it, I'm called a Scrooge with it, which is another fucking Christmas thing. (laughs) And then, and then to, to go through life like that, being so annoyed at all of that, and then get to more recent years and hear about there's a war on Christmas, it just makes my fucking blood boil. To it's be pe- like people like you who no, are waging that Christmas war. won the war. I'm I'm the victim of the war on uh, by Christmas. How fucking dare you? It's so annoying. Hey, you get Hanukkah. And all those, I know, those Hanukkah another, songs Hanukkah that play on the radio, those Hanukkah movies that are in theaters. All that great Adam Sandler music. No, like Hanukkah isn't, it's not Christmas. It's a completely different sort of thing. It's been forced into the like shape of Christmas by Christians. Like the fact that Christmas is what it is in America makes Hanukkah have to be what it is. It's not that. It's really stupid and really annoying to me. So there you go. You got me there. That's just hashtag. It's just my two cents. <laughs> It is fascinating to hear. I've never even like, honestly, that's one thing that I'd never even thought about. I mean, especially growing up with a super, I mean, what I grew up with more was, um, my family always trying to make sure that we knew that Christmas was about Christ and not about Santa and stuff. And I Uh grew up like with, I mean, you might've had this too being Jewish, but like I was the kid that my parents made sure that on no uncertain terms did I ever believe that Santa was real. So like when other kids were talking about him, like in elementary school. No, I, I will say growing up Jewish, I, I never for a moment believed that Santa was real. No, even when I'd, I'd like hear a story, like our teachers would tell us Santa stories, which is kind of a buck wild thing to do. But then I'd like come mm-hmm. home and tell my mom about it. And then she'd be like, Josh, no, she, it's just a story. Santa's not real. Uh, like just, I did. It is weird. Like thinking about, this is a story from my grandma when she was a kid. mm -hmm. And it's so weird to me because my family is Jewish and my grandma was a a Jewish child with a Jewish family surrounded by Jewish people. (laughs) But she, as a child believed that Santa was real (laughs) because that's just how it is like yeah you th- you can't get away from christmas shit right and apparently it was worse than it than it is now uh oh i believe because it. a little jewish girl believed in santa claus yeah but i just remember i heard this story that my my grandma when when her brother told her that santa was real she was so mad that she punched him in the face <laughs> <laughs> man I, i'm sad i missed out on a moment like that uh, me too. I wish I could have seen that, but I wasn't <laughs> alive yet. My parents' whole idea um, was that if once I found out that Santa wasn't real, then I'd be like, wait, so then is God not real either? Is Jesus not real? Because Santa and God are very... I mean, <laughs> to if you're an atheist, you might that might be your logic, but... Well, I have a, a friend who that actually is what... He's, he said that when he was a kid, that was the tipping point. Like he found... It, it was exactly that he found out Santa wasn't real, and he was like, wait then maybe none of this is real. If one thing is not real. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agnostic. I'm not here to defend the existence of God or, or condemn the existence of God. 
No, because but I, at, like a, like a true logic man, I think that we can't possibly know, uh, <laughs> and you should all be proud of me. But yeah, like I I <laughs> I don't I don't quite. I don't know. I guess there is a logic to like if Santa's not real, then what else isn't real? I think that's it, yeah, that's fair. I mean, when you're like five and like you're just realizing, oh, my parents lied to me. I think that's the main thing, you know. Sure, and I I mean I don't if if that was someone else's if that was someone's logic in becoming an atheist, I don't want to shit on that. Like that's a totally fair way to think. Oh yeah. But I also think that there's like some some things are lies and other things are not lies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, if you spoken so. like a true agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> what the bleep do we know? Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that's why Halloween is great. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. No, I mean, there's yeah, only everyone who loves Halloween already knows why Halloween is great. So that's really all there is to say about it. I'm just sad that it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, do you yeah, look I, forward to Thanksgiving? Cause I don't. I, I do like I do like I don't Thanksgiving. hate it, it's, but... It's, it's gotten weird in recent years as politics have have existed. That's true. Because now our family has a very strict no politics rule. Oh yeah. Because like basically everybody but my dad is is at, at least like center left. Uh and yeah, if if my dad brings up politics at Thanksgiving, the family will tear itself apart. <laughs> so, he knows not to do that. That's he's good. he's accepted that we are what we are. We've reached a, a quiet, begrudging willingness to just l- let it be. Unfortunately, yeah, we got to the um, point where my dad just kind of makes like political jokes occasionally, and we all just mm-hmm. kind of like groan and roll our eyes and then move on, which is much better than talking at length about our differences. I soft blocked my dad on Twitter when <laughs> when he revealed to me he was like, "Hey, I heard you have a politics podcast." I was like. Oh no! What? And he oh, was like, God. "You know, I follow you on Twitter, right?" I was like, "I didn't think you still <laughs> use Twitter." Yeah, exactly. So I did. I did soft block my dad. <laughs> what is a soft block? Uh, it's when you block someone and then unblock them, so they're not following you anymore. Oh, but they're that's not funny. Blocked either. Wow. Yeah. Genius. Um, you shadow banned him. <laughs> Yet another yeah, liberal. A... Yeah, I know. Right? Silencing. Just I the fact that my dad knows the name of this podcast is very upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah, that's oh man. What a, you don't live with? Hi, him, dad. Do There's no way. No, he he lives in a different state. Thank God. But yeah, I I do like Thanksgiving. I I despite that I I do I am lucky to have an otherwise I would say very good family, and I always like to see them. Yeah, especially if my family's listening to this, I like them a lot. <laughs> just kidding. No, gen- genuinely, no, it's, I... it's just my extended family fucking sucks, honestly, and I don't care if they hear me say that. Like <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was around my mom's side, they were all talking about like, uh, oh, did you hear that? Um, being uh, <laughs> addiction to video games is added to the. Uh, it's a mental illness um... now, so you can you can claim disability for it, and like you know, shit. And my grandpa was talking about um, immigration and. It was, it always was always good. Some, I, and I had my, no my aunt, uh, through marriage, not blood related. You married your dad. Aunt? My aunt. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Go on. My aunt's dad. So not someone that I'm related to by blood. Sure. Um, <laughs> was, at, he was at Thanksgiving one year and he was normally he's not. Because she doesn't want him there. Yeah. 
I, it might not have been Thanksgiving. It might have been uh, some. It might have been uh, Passover. I think. Um, but he was he was there for some holiday, and I had never met him before. This was my first time meeting him, first interaction with him, and he he decided that the good thing to say to me was. You know, you could like you could make a lot of money if you got like a van and you could smuggle Mexicans across the border. Like, there's what? a lot of money in that. Jesus Christ! I was like, cool, nice to meet you, sir. Yeah, what? What are you doing? So that's that's the. <laughs> there's some weirdness in in the family. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. He's not related by blood. There's some weirdness in the people who are related by blood. But uh, my cousins are great. I like how you keep One making them... sure to distance yourself. Don't worry, no, we're my... not blood related. <laughs> yeah one of one of my cousins is a patron of the show and we always pronounce her name wrong when we read the names oh, really wow yeah hey cuz um you're my yeah, cousin now too because i'm a host that's right we're all family. uh anyway we should we should probably wrap this up yeah uh fuck i wish i'd wrap this up earlier because i am very hungry right now i am like <laughs> i'm like getting hunger sweats oh no uh, just do a <clears throat> do a speed read yeah, twitter.com slash hkipgtd, tumblr.com slash hkipgtd is not how that works. hkipgtd.com. Uh, we have a Discord. It's very good. Subreddit is the reddit.com slash r slash hkipgtd, patreon.com slash hkipgtd. One dollar gets you access to any of our bonus content, lightbringers, pre-shows, post-shows, mid-shows, whatever the fuck. Five dollars gets you a shout out in the podcast and a special Discord role. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars gets you a shout out in the podcast, special Discord role, and you can listen to the podcast live while we record it. Shout out to our listeners who are listening right now. Uh, <laughs> Discord user the girl reading this and Discord user Nick Jagged. One of those <laughs> is uh, display name and one of those is not. I mean, they both are, but anyway. <laughs> shout out to our ten and five dollar subscribers. Fully automated. <laughs> <laughs> Fully automated luxury gay space Hellcat, Stephanie Ruff, Queer Purple Snake Girl, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Hehehe, <laughs> Roan Berg, Alex Schaup, Oingo Zuma Kua Boingo, Six Armed Sweater, Low, Brian Alvarez, Mogu the Panda, Nick Clarkson, Kadeho Jones, Flo Siegel, Sophie, Destry Hawk, Single Payer Sonic Mpreg, PR the Disaster, <laughs> Tufster McGee, John McCain Funeral City, 350 Million Dead, Carrie J, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Surrey Jack, Non Binary with Left Beef, 500 Bs, Summer Geist, Helga K, Mr. Big the Cat, <laughs> God, <laughs> Harry Tomlinson, Dijonais, Actual Socialist Elon Musk, Fire Woody Allen into the Sun, Benjamin Kingstone Freya, Scout Shiro, Petaz, Evan, Ollie Anders, and Ellen the Anarcho Lalandist. Wow. We have some of the best I've never been given instruction there. on how the fuck to pronounce that last one. Um... What else? Uh, thank you to the taxpayers for the use of their song Evil Men off the album Cold Hearted Town. It's good, and we love to hear it and put it at the beginning of all their episodes, and it's really cool they allow us to do that. We actually asked them, and they said it was cool. Uh, <laughs> good to clarify it, just so people know. Yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter at uh, Posy Stress, and I have a podcast called Jurgen that my brother and I do about the secret life of the American teenager, a bad show that's really funny. I'm on Twitter at Twigris, and I do nothing else. I'm also... Oh, I, I also should say... Um, I'm also on uh, the podcast Extra Credit, which is a a fan version of the F Plus podcast. We read uh, bad internet shit. And uh, I was in an episode recently about edging. Uh, the episode is called You Paid for the Whole Seat. And uh, there's some interesting stuff involving uh, scrotums and buckets of ice. And that's all I'll say. Wow. Tantalizing. Yeah. 
Also, this this episode is fucking uh, like six months old now, but the episode Reader's Digest is an episode about the feeder fetish forums, and it's so fucking funny. It's my favorite episode of the whole podcast, and I know that I'm cranking my own hog here, but it's really <laughs> funny. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please listen to Reader's Digest. Okay. T-H-E-F-M-I-N.us is the website for that, and I really think you'll enjoy it. Um. Bye. Also, thank you. We, we don't usually do this, but thank you to uh, Noise Space, uh, host of the show Matt's Podcast Network, for hosting this show. Yeah. It's good. Listen to the other podcasts on it, like Jurgen It. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that now. Nobody can stop me. Listen to fucking listen to my podcabbages. Uh, oh, yeah. Summer and Noah's podcast about Avatar The Last Airbender. That's it's on Noise Space? so fucking good. Noisespace.xyz. Nice. What, Enjoy. What about uh, City Girls Make Do? Listen to City Girls Make Do. Stephanie uh, and uh, Alex, host of the show, have a, a Sex and the City podcast. Uh, also, uh, Jurgen, it uh, host of the show Sam and his brother Jordan, have a podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. Listen to that <laughs> and subscribe to them on Patreon. Okay, well. <laughs> I think that's the episode. Yeah, I think th- we did the episode. We no. did do the episode. This is... Uh, an episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die Not a Threat. Just a fact. Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. How you ain't gon' fuck? Bitch, I'm me. I'm the goddamn reason you in VIP. CEO, you don't have to CID. I'm young, wild, and strapped like G.I. Lee. Blah! We ain't got nothing to worry about. We'll pass. Let security carry them out. Watch out for the medallion, my diamonds.